0: Assalamu alaykum. Today we're going to be talking about two names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. Such beautiful names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And both these names kind of have something similar in them. And you know, the, the common translation usually is the merciful. But to be more accurate, we need to add the element of love in it. So Allah is lovingly merciful in these two names, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. And you know the root of this, uh, these two names is rahem, which is actually the womb of a mother, and it's such a beautiful thing because just like you know the womb of the mother is where the baby is taken care of over the nine months of pregnancy, and you know the baby is very annoying and irritating for the mother. He sometimes punches the mother and kicks the mother in the womb. You know the mother has to go through that burden of pregnancy and sleepless nights, and you know. Uh, all this uh, mood changes and mood swings, all this, these difficulties that the mother goes through, yet the mother still takes care of the baby. And the moment the baby's out, the mother hugs him and kisses him and, you know, lovingly takes care of this baby throughout his childhood and, and as he's brought up. Why? Because this is associated with the name of rahman Just like the mother is merciful with the baby inside the womb, Similarly, Allah subhanahu wa taala. Imagine that all of us are in like this big womb, where we are, you know, uh, not not doing what we're supposed to do with Allah subhanahu wa taala. We are, you know, um, not praying. Maybe we're lying. We're backbiting. We're committing all sorts of sins. Yet Allah subhanahu wa taala continues to provide for us. He continues to love and care for us. Whether we're believers or disbelievers, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we're under His constant care. That's what Ar-Rahim is. And so that's where the root of these two names comes from. But what's unique is that Ar-Rahman and Ar-Rahim are very different also. Ar-Rahman is used for mercy that is happening right now. And it's extreme mercy. And it's usually something that's temporary. Because so three things I need to remember. Number one, it's happening right now. Number two, it's extreme and number three, it's something that's temporary. And so, you know, similar things are things like being thirsty. And being thirsty in Arabic actually means atshan. Okay? And, you know, when you're thirsty and you quench your thirst, what happens? It goes away. Similarly, when you're tired, you know, you sleep, you wake up, it goes away. So Ar-Rahman is a special type of mercy that is extreme, but it goes away after a certain period of time. And just to give you an example of that is, you know, sometimes you watch like a YouTube video of, let's say, you know, some massacre happening in some war-torn area where children have been slaughtered. Now, what's an instant feeling you have? It's this feeling of Ar-Rahman, right? A feeling of like intense mercy and maybe you cry in that moment. But what happens after 15, 20 minutes, that feeling goes away and you're watching your football or you're watching that drama or, you know, that comedy show. Why? Because that feeling doesn't last long. That is similar to... Ar-Rahman. Extreme mercy, that's temporary. But Allah has associate, associated this name with Ar-Rahim, which has consistency in it. Which actually means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala eliminated, by combining these two names, He eliminated the fact that His mercy is temporary. So He, he added that it's extremely merciful, it's happening right now, and it's always going to be consistent. And the scholars have also said that Ar-Rahman is temporary because it's Encompasses everyone, believers, disbelievers, in this dunya. Everyone is under the mercy of Allah's Patah through the name ar Rahman. However, in Akhirah, there is going to be a special type of mercy which is only going to be for the believers in Jannah, and that's why Ar-Rahim is used. Just listen to the word Ar-Rahim. The consistency in it—that is for the people of Jannah, because people of Jannah will be in the uh, Jannah forever and ever and ever. So subhanallah, may Allah make us of uh, the people of Jannah, insha'Allah. So another thing I wanted to tell you is the ultimate rahmah is the rahmah of tawbah, right? Allah being merciful to us, allowing us to ask for forgiveness. Just think about it. The doors of mercy are always open. That is such a big rahmah for us. It's something to think about, right? I mean, what bigger gift can Allah give us? What bigger sign can Allah give us to show us that He is merciful with us and that He loves us? Now, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala first created this earth, He actually, you know, there was, uh, let's say, 100 parts of mercy. He sent down one part of mercy on earth and He kept 99 parts of that mercy for Himself. So, all of these mercies that we we're experiencing of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether it's your provision, whether it's your, your health, whether it's, you know, your family, all these you know, provisions and blessings that Allah has given you, this is all part of, just one part of his mercy. So imagine what he has in store for you in Jannah, the 99 parts that we haven't even seen yet, we haven't even, you know, uh, experienced yet. Subhanallah. Now, another interesting thing is when Adam alayhi salam was created, the first thing that happened to Adam alayhi salam was, when the ruh was blown into him from his head, he actually sneezed. And so the angels told him that to say, Alhamdulillah. So the first thing that came out of his mouth was Alhamdulillah. And then Allah subhanahu Wa ta'ala spoke to Adam and said, Ya your master will be merciful with you, subhanallah. Such a beautiful thing. So the first thing that Allah subhanahu Wa Ta-A'la said to the first human being was that He will be merciful with us. This is the promise of Allah subhanahu Wa ta'ala. And there's another law of Allah subhanahu Wa ta'ala that his mercy supersedes his punishment. His mercy supersedes His punishment. This is a promise of Allah's bata. This is as if by default, Allah's is going to be merciful with us. As for those who transgress, those who deny, those who are ungrateful, these people, they will be held with justice. So it's not like Allah wants to punish us. No, 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 no don't get this. This is completely wrong. Allah pahata has actually built a house in Jannah for every single human being that's going to be created on the face of this earth. Every single human being has a house in Jannah with his name on it. Now, it's up to us to earn that house in Jannah. The, the, the believers will or earn that house. So These believers will not earn that house. And therefore, those houses that were basically unoccupied will be distributed to the believers again. Now, Jannah in itself, is, subhanAllah, it's such a big mercy of Allah ta'ala. We you know, suffer, we kind of you know, tighten ourselves up, Resist our temptation in this dunya, but then in Jannah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy is forever. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy is gonna be there continuously forever for all of us. Isn't that that is such a big sign of Allah's mercy, ar-Rahman, ar-Rahim. Now there's so much so much rahmah that we experience on a day to day basis. Just the changing of the night and the day. There's rahmah in that. Imagine if the the night turned into a day like a switch on and off switch button. It would be so boring. It would be so. It would actually be psychologically, uh, you know, um, harmful to us. You all of a sudden, just experiencing darkness. And so, the blending of the night into the day, well Layli asas, Subhi This, this blending of the night into the day, and the day into the night, this is actually a sign of Allah's mercy and how things happen gradually. Also, the rain coming down. You know how, like, there's volumes and volumes of so much rain that's stored in the clouds. Imagine if Allah let everything come down on us all at once, like a big bucket of water coming down on you. But Allah lets it drop down in raindrops, right? Small drops of rain. And most of the rain is actually stored on the mountains in the form of ice. And then when the ice melts in the summer, the water comes down the mountains and is stored in rivers. SubhanAllah. All of the systems in place to show us in reality what allah's mercy looks like we also experience allah's mercy when it comes to parents and their children you know it's so natural for parents to be merciful with their children allah has associated mercy with marriage where he's, he said that you know we've been created in pairs and we've been uh, inst- installed with love and mercy towards each other so that's also one of the main qualities of even married couples that you have to balance between love and and mercy, forgiveness, all of these things are so, so important. The Prophet wa sallam, Allah wa sallam, says, Him being sent down to humanity as a guide for humanity, as a teacher for humanity, that in itself is such a big uh, sign of His rahmah. Another thing is the Quran. Allah subhanahu wa sallam, gave us this book, this book that is the, the miracle of the Prophet Muhammad, wa sallam, the final miracle. That in itself is a mercy, the guidance that Allah has given us through this book. Just think about it. I mean, Allah subhanahu wa taala wants us all to go to Jannah. That's why He has sent all these prophets. That's why He sent all these books. Why would He? Why would He do that? So this concept of Allah is punishing. Allah wants us all to burn and hell. That is completely uh, illogical and doesn't make sense. Why would Allah send these prophets and books then? Think about it. Now. Some people might complain, you know, there's earthquakes going on, there's tragedies, there's people dying, there's sickness, there's all sorts of bad things happening in the world. So where is Allah's rahmah? Now, this is where we need to understand that sometimes these trials and tribulations are, are reminders for us. Reminders for us to get back on track, to, to start thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and start obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that we should take these tests as reminders Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And let's not forget that you know the Prophet has also taught us that this Jannah is the prison for the believer and a Jannah, a paradise for the disbeliever. An interesting thing that happened with Imam al-Razi who's famous for his tafsir. You know, he was known to like to dress up. He would go out dressed up. So one day he, he's out and in public and this man who, with torn clothes and ripped clothes and dirty clothes asks him, he says, don't you say in your deen that Um, you know, this dunya is a prison for the believers. Well, I see you dressed up in all these nice clothes, these designer clothes. You know, it doesn't seem like prison to me. And and then that man says, look at me. I'm a disbeliever, but look at my clothes. They're all torn. They're all dirty. And uh, I don't seem to be in this jannah. So explain this to me. And so Imam Al-Razi answered beautifully. He told him, if you compare the blessings of jannah to these blessings, this will seem like prison to you. You know, he was talking about his own clothes. If you compare the blessing of Jannah to the clothes, the nice clothes that Imam al was wearing, he said this would be like prison. And he told him, that if you compare the punishment of the hellfire to the dirty clothes and the ripped clothes you're wearing, this would be like Jannah for you. SubhanAllah. So he explained it so beautifully uh, for us to understand this concept. So how do we live by this name? Remember, we don't just want to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and instill and His love in our hearts. We also want to live by His name. And so how do we live by His name? It's very simple. Start being merciful to the people around you. How do you expect Allah to be merciful with you if you are not someone who is merciful to those around you? And you know, it's very easy for us to be merciful with strangers. And so specifically be merciful with your family, your own family members. Prophet said that, you know, I'm the best of you to his family, to his wives. It's easy for you to be best, uh, like, in, uh, merciful with you know uh, your friends or your colleagues at work but be merciful merciful with your wife being merciful with your parents being merciful with your children being merciful with the waitress in the restaurant being merciful with the guy who washes your car being merciful with the guy who cleans up your garbage being merciful with someone who's annoying on the road who is driving like crazy just being merciful being someone who is forgiving and merciful the Prophet have said be merciful with those on earth. The one in the skies will be merciful with you. So we hope that, inshallah, we live by this beautiful name ar Rahman, Rahim. And let's next time you recite it in your Salah with Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Next time, next time you recite it in Fatiha, remember these beautiful meanings ar Rahman, Rahim. Assalamu alaykum. wa barakatuh.